This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's, Let's Drink, Drink About it. it. Thursday was an epic night. It was just one of those nights that started out really well. Uh, and every every point that uh, hit was uh, it was right on point. Nice. You know what I mean? It was it was. Uh, anyway, so I'll tell it backwards. So I ended up at uh, it was the beginning of North by Northeast this week, which is kind of the, the Canadian answer to South by Southwest, which sounds like a joke, which <laughs> usually every Canadian response to an American thing is. But this is it's actually it's pretty good. Like it's it's really well organized. It's gotten a lot better over the years, but. Uh, Tons of bands come through, you know, there's a lot of Canadian talent and then there's like people that, you know, they just time it. So bands come through at that time or whatever. And uh, cool. anyway, so end up um, at uh, at a, a show at the Silver Dollar Room, which is like a sort of dark, dark corner of Toronto. Uh, and uh, um, well, our, our guest here, Graham Walsh, he was the musician in question, uh, his band Etiquette, uh, him and his partner, Julie. Uh, Fader, they were playing, so I made my way there. Before that, oh. uh, before that, I I was at uh, uh, an outdoor screening of a film that we have been talking about over the weeks that I haven't seen before. Uh, uh, movie film? It's a movie film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, motion picture. Motion picture. Uh, sure. Uh, called uh, what's it called again? Oh my god. Uh, don't say it. I can't remember which one you haven't seen. So. Well, no, there's <laughs> I mean, two. There's two that we've talked about over the weeks. Okay, well, there's Wayne's, we Wayne's talked about World. Wayne's World. We talked and, about uh, 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 Red October. No, that one, uh, that that one I haven't seen yet. And uh, Point Break. Point Break. I saw Point Break for the first time in my life, and ah. it was the perfect place to see it because everybody, everybody, uh, there was anticipating the terrible dialogue so it sure. was like like a, this huge like laugh riot and it was so much fun and i could not believe how bad this movie was you know does nick nolte say you know less than dog shit at some point in that movie? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember <laughs> he says so many good things that and his acting is so fucking good the, in that the, movie this is this is a director who has now won an academy award for best director Catherine in, Bigelow in, and in the I helm of this movie she did that movie yeah she did wow. and and uh, you know there we we're hearing the voice of Graham Walsh Mr. Graham Walsh oh yeah and uh, you may you, have, Fine, you, you may be familiar with his name uh, because he is a a prominent and talented musician but you've <laughs> also heard it right here on this podcast because that's right we thank, thank him, him every, every week, week. Oh, yeah, yeah, for the music that he has contributed to the show yeah and uh he is a member of a band called holy fuck and he is a member of a band called etiquette which we'll, we'll have to bleep that for the air etiquette. Oh, yeah that's yeah. okay yeah etiquette the, yeah. yeah etiquette is a bad word uh, yeah bleep if you have young right children out. listening yeah. to this booze <laughs> podcast at home <laughs> you may want to but yeah Catherine bigelow did that movie huh. uh and it it's unbelievably bad like i can't believe it's it's you know the skydiving scene there's like free falling for it's got to be i don't know five minutes i don't know i have like no six, sense of minutes. what is realistic for that though <laughs> well it's just like yeah. the dialogue they're just like having the greatest time yeah like it's just the reactions are amazing they're so good yeah but uh what was the um the line oh yeah the line i, I liked the best was uh when the two surfer groups get into a fight like uh Bodie, uh, played by Patrick Swayze. Um, the Swayze. Yeah, the Swayze <laughs> steps in and says, like, back off, war child. You know, because one of the guys' <laughs> names is war child. And it was just the best nickname ever. Be, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and uh, the first part of my evening, I'll save for the my, my event this week because that's oh. what it was. Oh. Um, very interesting. Well, Graham, it's really nice to have you on the podcast, and thanks for breaking away from NXNE. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, my pleasure. I'm glad to be on. Do they do they actually spell it out NXNE, or yeah. am I am I coining that? No, that's that's oh, no, what they no. that's what they do that. Don't they, they spell it out? But yeah. it's not. They don't say NXNE. NXNE. No. Does this no. have the same? They uh, don't say SXXXSX. No, I can't say it. X S S E. They don't say that, right? Yeah. No. They say South by. S X S W. They say that. I say, oh, yes, S. Yeah, not S-X-S-W. E. It's a little bit of a. Yeah, Do they? Little, you're right. It's a bit of a tongue twister. It's a tongue twister, and I got the name wrong. So most people there are too pressed for time and too egotastic to ever mispronounce <laughs> anything. Um, yeah. Uh, does 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 North by Northeast have a tech and uh, film component, or is it just a music festival? It it I, yeah it does. How long there's is that? There's a film part there's, and there's a comedy part. Yeah, and there's a, a interactive part. Yeah, oh, I mean, I'm sure they've yeah, just that adopted. Interactive is what the I guess. Yeah, they've just it. adopted South by Southwest. Uh, yeah, the, mo- the model. The model. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, and I haven't I haven't gone to the interactive or film component. Uh, and I've barely gone to the comedy component, so yeah. Uh, um, the film and the interactive are the only things I've ever done at South by Southwest. Mm. Oh. Um, by the t- I I am always like I've only been a f- couple times now, I guess. But by the time I'm leaving, it's like all that stuff is winding down, and the music start stuff is starting to wind up, mm-hmm. and I. I'm always extremely happy to be leaving town because it is so chaotic. It's right. Like yeah, it's pretty. Streets full of just people showing their asses how drunk they are. <laughs> yeah. You yeah you've been right a couple times or yeah, yeah we've yeah we've played a couple times and uh, every year it just gets crazier and crazier and I think now it's like it's you any of the shows you want to go and see there's already like a thousand other people <laughs> that want to go see and they're already more keen and on top of it than yeah. you are so you're just yeah. I told myself I told myself every year this is the year I'm going and then now it's just like I miss the window I can't I can't do it well people say that about Burning Man too like I don't I don't really fall into the cultural subgroup that would go to Burning Man but I have plenty of friends that do and and it's like it's one of those things that you know where whenever you started going like that those were the the glory years and it's not as it's not the same anymore <laughs> yeah know? right right it's uh, yeah it's it's uh, evolved beyond your uh uh interest i guess yeah. yeah it was kind of bare bones when it started it's so different now man yeah. it's not the same <laughs> yeah they don't build they don't build the burning man as tall anymore man <laughs> yeah now he's just a little pile of sticks yeah. now he's holding like a bag of doritos or something it's like totally been commercialized now yeah, and it's sponsored <laughs> burning man sponsored by doritos yeah, yeah. doritos roulette we, have we talked about doritos roulette do we uh, talk about that i saw that is that a real thing or is it's that just somebody photoshopping something no man it? it's a real thing like i i was like it's like the biggest i am the biggest advocate like i never right. like explain it, explain it to the to the home viewer Listen, w- watching uh, our podcast. The homeless sit- sitting sitting by their radio, watching <laughs> this podcast. Uh, still nothing happening on their radio. <laughs> um, so Doritos Roulette. I don't know if it was like a contest or 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 just some fucking marketing genius because it is the best thing. I 
I just I think it's so much fun because it's basically a bag of Doritos with like fiery hot ones thrown in there, you know. So it just says caution, fiery hot Doritos, like scattered or whatever, like within. And uh, so the idea is that you can pull out, you could pull out ten chips in a row, and they'd just be a regular ass Dorito. But then. Ex- exactly right man and one, that's, one is going to send you to the hospital it's so hot <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right like we were sitting around and i was just eating them i literally ate half a bag like a giant bag by myself just was like having so much fun playing doritos roulette <laughs> like a marketing sucker like i yeah. fell right into this trap well this has been doritos talk with chris and ben <laughs> yeah. yeah doritos send me some doritos <laughs> um but yeah, I, it's it's uh, and then we all got into it. like we're sitting around this fire and uh, outside and uh, and I was like, yeah, this is the best idea, don't you think? Be like, nah, I don't know. And then everyone's like, like, oh, I got one, I got one. You know, it's like it's, it's the, the the lamest thrill you're ever gonna have. Uh, my friend Michael Hoffman, uh, who we've got to have on the show one of these one of these days. The Hoff. Uh, when we were when we were kids, uh, suggested the. Uh, the Russian roulette water bottle. So you buy like a 12 pack of 12 ounce water bottles, mm-hmm. but one of them is high proof vodka. And, you know, you could do any number of things Ugh. like, you know, Disgusting. get 12 friends together and everybody has to chug it no matter what ends up being. Oh in my your, God. Uh, <laughs> or, you know, if you really wanted to be dangerous, you could hold a lighter in somebody's face and <laughs> splash them with whatever's in the bottle. <laughs> uh, uh, I, uh, this is like kind of, uh, it's similar but different. Uh, when we, a group of friends of mine and I lived out west in uh, Whistler, British Columbia, and like I for a short period of time, they for years, one of our friends worked at a pizza shop and we would always get free pizza. So we called down for pizza this one time. We're hanging out and our friend's working and we just had to go down and pick it up. And so he makes us this pizza. And this guy, my friend Paul, he is like the king of the slow burn prank. Like there are pranks I can't, I can't talk about uh, like here. I, I just can't because they're so fucking disgusting. But uh, uh, this one in particular was just like really funny. So he made us a pizza and, you know, we're sitting eating a pizza watching a movie and <laughs> Paul Watling, uh, friend of the show, he turns to us and says, "Is this pizza fishy to you guys?" And we're like, "No." And he he finishes his slice of pizza, and we call down. We're like, "Like, did you do something to this pizza?" <laughs> and he just starts laughing, and he like put one slice uh, under one slice. He just like tons of anchovies, you know. <laughs> And I mean, you know, it's like, it's, it's like, you know, it's a, it's a pretty safe gamble, but like, you know, it's, it's anchovies aren't the craziest thing, but they're also yeah. really fishy. So if you don't like them, yeah, the, you know, the, the people that aren't anchovy fans. Yeah. And you uh, give that piece of pizza to me, I'm going to be, I'm going to be enjoying the hell out of it. Yeah. You won mm. that game of pizza <laughs> yeah. roulette. Yeah. But Graham, we, are you guys like a, is holy fuck a band? Like, a uh, do you guys like prank each other at all? Or like, not you know, enough, not enough. No. Are there, no. Are there any? Are there any occasions where you've like, no, I mean, cause man. you guys are like, you're all funny. So, I mean, it's always a laugh. Like I've been on the road with you guys. I think we're too. Yeah. We're yeah. I don't know. We don't prank each other. No, that's a funny thing. I was cause you were telling that story and I was trying to think if I, and I've, maybe I'm setting, maybe I'm setting myself up now and maybe <laughs> I'm becoming a ripe target. Cause I'm oh. just saying I've never been pranked before. And you're like, Oh man, never been we pranked. Go. Yeah. Uh, at least not to my knowledge <laughs> either. Maybe it's maybe. like the slowest burning <laughs> yeah, prank exactly. ever. Yeah. I'll be on my deathbed and I'm 
whap, whap. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Um, but no, no. But you we guys just, are you guys are more like the uh, prank call listening uh, on the road. Like, you know, you yeah, listen to a lot of comedy on the road. Yeah, yeah. we listen to a lot of comedy on the road. Yeah. We uh, we've we've got a couple glorious prank call. Uh, like bootleg prank call. Those are the best. Uh, uh, MP3s that used to be and such like a that. thing. Like that's what we had before we had podcasts. Was people passing around? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, ta- like laboriously taped and retaped prank calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we we and now they're just like yeah, emailed MP3s. But uh, yeah, yeah, we've got a, a bunch that are really really good. Yeah. yeah, we like our comedy. We like our alcohol yeah. too. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The two go uh, hand in hand, really. Sure. Well, Ben, what's uh, what's been happening this week for you? Um. Well, I've uh, complained about my uh, my shorts not fitting on a previous episode. <laughs> yeah. um, Your short shorts, you mean? <laughs> my short shorts. <laughs> um, I've been uh, feeling bad about it, so I I uh, decided this week to start uh, getting serious about getting some exercise every day, or at least every other day. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been going on bike rides. Uh, mm-hmm. My roommate and I went down to Prospect Park and did the loop three times uh, on Saturday. And I don't know what the Prospect Park loop is. Uh, it's just a it's just a loop uh, loop through just, the park. I, I mean, assume it's, it's a path of some sort. Yeah, it's self-explanatory, but, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I've never been there is all I'm trying to say. Well, yeah, it's a, it's just a, it's a big urban park, and uh, it's uh, maybe half an hour from here, from where I live on, on the bike, and then uh, going around three times is worth something like nine and a half miles, so it, oh, pretty it really uh, really gets you sweaty. Good. and. uh there's some good some good hilliness to it too. So uh I don't know. I've been uh I've been trying to get out there every day and, and do it. I went uh I was in the Mojave Desert last week for mm-hmm. uh for work and I uh <laughs> I went down to the exercycle in the hotel. The hotel that I was staying in was um sort of like a like it was kinda just this side of uh flea bag meth den <laughs> type of hotel like it, it was, there's very little separating it from being a completely unreconstructed meth den was the exercise bike the thing that separated it from being a uh, reconstructed <laughs> meth den the exercise the, the exercise room was also the laundry room so there was like a bunch of laundry machines and then like one kind of crappy 1980s looking weight machine wow and a uh, a treadmill that didn't really look like it would work, and then like a Schwinn exercycle, <laughs> which I'd I never mean, seen before. I didn't know that Schwinn was in the business of making bikes that don't move. Like, uh, you know, gyms are supposed to be motivational places, not stuck in a fucking dark corner uh, with the laundry machines. I mean, I can't, I can't yeah. imagine that was the most uh, inspiring place you've ever pedaled a bike. No, and there was also a television in there, and this, this is a hotel that has not uh, made the... HD transition yet so sure. all the TVs are kind of hulking CRT you know yeah way. We used to, like he's got the uh, we used to call it like nickel vision it's like nicotine stained screen yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, this one didn't have a remote and the buttons didn't seem to work so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah uh, what did you what did you have to watch 
while I you were on the exercise. I didn't watch cycle. anything. I just uh, I just wound up having to. I guess I listened to like some music on my on my phone, but uh, there wasn't a you know this was a an exercise cycle that was definitely designed before the advent of the smartphone, so there wasn't like a good place to put anything. I mean, I no, guess no. I guess they like some people like go to the gym and read a book while they're on the on the training bike. Yeah, this, I don't know this, how to. This, thing didn't have anything like that <laughs> there was nowhere to put it so just uh, those like like yeah. foam foam curved handles and the yeah. foam was kind of falling off and yeah and i was trying to like balance the phone on the handlebars but it was falling off like at, at a certain point i just gave up and left my phone on the floor for the duration <laughs> i was also using the phone as as the timer so i knew how much time i'd done anyways uh, do, all, do all, all in the all in the name of me attempting to learn how to be a grown up, not are you, a third year old. But are you? Uh, uh, it's funny because when I turned thirty, I started running like kind of aggressively, and I ran for like a couple of years. Yeah, that's you know, why every, your knees so is so fucked up. Yeah, and I'm trying to get back to it because I've been biking a lot lately myself, and my knee is yeah. feeling a lot better. And I think Good. it's yeah. So, uh, have you ever been a runner? Have you ever? I have my uh I took 9 months off of running because my knees were hurting and mm-hmm. I like kind of when it first got warm uh this spring warm enough to go out and run I uh I set out and did my normal route which is I think like 6 miles and I got uh about to the halfway point and I was like this is great <laughs> I'm back yep running is back on the menu and uh like about 15 seconds after I had that realization, my knees both started hurting really bad, and I had to hobble home. <laughs> they just gave out. Yeah. So running is, uh, I don't know. I guess I should probably go see a doctor about that. Well, uh, I mean, maybe after just hearing all of your horror stories and me people just to kept telling like, run, the runners I know just kept telling me I need to just do some strength training, and I I think this cycling it, it almost instantly made my knees feel better you know oh. it doesn't like it, you know i have a long way to go but it, it uh it's definitely started that's great to hear man i'm I'm glad uh i'm glad you're getting that <laughs> sorted out yeah thanks man uh um, and uh the good news is one of the pairs of pants that i wasn't fitting in i'm fitting back in them <laughs> holy shit really it works one time or three times around the park you're well, already I fitting told back you in. i gave you three anecdotes but i've been exercising that's <laughs> the point chris jeez i was like that's all it takes man you're gonna be a slim trim fellow in no time yeah, at all I'll, I'll be i'll be in the olympics uh, in two years time i don't know what event yet but you know i'll sort Just, that out as yeah, a uh, yeah as that's we get a secondary yeah uh graham, a two uh, graham, graham? Yeah. Whoa. How was your How was your did, week? Did Graham just stab you in the back? Uh, <laughs> uh, how about Graham you, Graham? The Roman pronunciation of no, Graham. No, that's, that's the, yeah. Yeah, Graham. Graham. That's how I would be referred it's, to. It's G R A E M E. Graham. Right. That's that one. But yeah. I'm not. You're that you're one. I'm the other. Graham. Graham. I'm, I'm Graham. Graham. There's one yeah. Scott. Scottish and one Irish or something like that. I haven't done any extensive research on it, um, <laughs> get, but get, I think. I mean, you think Graham the authority? Should we take a break so you guys can go online? <laughs> yeah, should, let me yeah. look that up. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I believe that the other way is more pro- like European. I think, okay. but I could be completely wrong on that. Well, it's, no, sure. this is. We'll take it as fact. Know. We'll take I it as fact. Know. Entered in Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. Immediately. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah yeah no uh yeah my week's been pretty busy yeah um but a lot of it 
I, I, I took a, a, a big break from music for a while. We did a bunch of touring in the spring. Yeah. And then basically as soon as I got home from tour, I didn't talk to anybody. Yeah. Or see anybody, and I just worked on my house because I have a lot of projects around here that I had to get done. So, now you you like you have been working on your house pretty much uh, nonstop for how long now? Four years. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, when we bought it, we bought Four this years? place. It's kind of is, and we bought like a shithole because that's all you can afford in this town. It, well, yeah, you I'm, saw it. I'm I did. Ready see to it. buy a shithole if uh, if ever I get into the house buying market because it's a yeah i it's live a, in new york and that's the same same deal here yeah mm. it's a good way to you know housing prices am i right guys oh God. please don't even get me started uh, <laughs> are we gonna talk about gas prices yeah, and yeah, the weather yeah. next yeah exactly yeah. next uh, step the weather <laughs> no uh, but it's been so it's been good like i've learned a lot about how to do stuff and yeah you know been teaching myself how to do things and you know, yeah, you started doing the DIY tip, huh? Yeah, well, and also because I have no money, so that's right. the, the way to do it. Um, but it's really hard, yeah, and it's time-consuming and it's frustrating and but rewarding. Yeah, you know, you, there's there is a great payoff at, at the end. I mean, uh, you are creatively. you are like a. I mean, one thing I do know, know about you for sure is that you're a meticulous researcher. Oh yes, I was gonna. I wasn't sure what I'm not known for being meticulous at a lot of things, but I was waiting. Well, sure. I mean, like, but in this case, it's a research. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like being on my computer. <laughs> yeah. Right. Basically, the research is me procrastinating <laughs> from doing the actual work. Yeah. Right. It's exactly. Like, yeah. You can find some cool YouTube uh, how tos on on uh, construction stuff now, though. I, oh yeah. I was uh, repairing the sink in my apartment because my landlord's too uh, incompetent to do it themselves, and uh, and I just went online and I typed in the problem I had, and and I had like within 15 minutes I knew everything I needed to know about how to fix. I like totally disassembled my sink and and fixed it. Hmm. I felt like I felt like a real man that day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, there's a that, that, yeah the web is a fantastic resource. <laughs> it, it really is. Yeah, guys. Uh, the web is some cool, cool stuff. <laughs> totally. Uh, no, but yeah. musicians, are, I guess, are like also known to be like you know you've got a lot of musician friends that are tradespeople, right? Yes. I mean, I, I, I that's something I didn't really realize until I worked with. Do you know a why? Uh, <laughs> or is that was that your next question? No, I mean, because I just figured it was like a thing to do in the, the music day. business is a harsh game. <laughs> yeah, it's sure. Very, very yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's not what it used to be. You can't just go out there and uh, stay in plush hotels no. and uh, drink yeah. champagne every no. night. No, that's just reserved to weekends. Right. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it is. I think it, it does lend its, there's, it does translate for yeah. sure. I mean, not, I know musicians who are completely useless at doing this, but there are, <laughs> there are a fair amount. You're right. I do, I do know that do this sort of thing and, yeah. and you know, working with your hands and being creative and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. So yeah, it's good. Which is all, it's, I, I, it's, I think this, uh, maybe we've got a theme here, which is gambling. I think, uh, gambling is the theme of this podcast because yeah. musicians who work with their hands, uh, playing music are working with their hands during the day with incredibly sharp, uh, objects. Sure. Are gambling yeah. with their livelihood. Circulating blades near your hands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's not, I guess their livelihood would be the, the construction of things, but their passion and the thing they derive the most pleasure from is the music, obviously. So, mm -hmm. um, but that's not you. You don't use too many, uh, or do you? 
No, I well, I try to be careful, but yeah, I do have power tools near my yeah, hands. Of course, sure, uh, just near your hands. You yeah. don't use them. No, yeah. you gotta get one of those table saws that uh, that stops if it touches a hot dog. Oh yeah, those yeah, are fascinating awesome. videos to watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. home uh, listener, if you don't know what we're talking about, just probably YouTube Google it. table saw hot dog. Yeah, <laughs> somebody invented a table saw where if you touch a hot dog to the yeah. blade and presumably also your finger, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they, I mean I think they, they the encourage... saw blade goes in like rockets into the. How did they test that? Like, who's the first guy? Like, all right, Jim. Yeah. yeah let's see. We like, tried it with this like, hot dog. Yeah. Now you try it with your finger. <laughs> well, the, Wait, I've, it's time I've, to go to human trials. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it? Uh, it's the guy who invented the machine was the first guy to do it, I think. And it was on, uh, oh, uh, it was on like some science show. How did this get made or how they do that or, you know, some science related S- thing. Something that a dad would watch on deep cable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw it and uh, yeah, I was like completely blown away by this guy who just like showed everyone that the hot dog would like stop this blade. And then he did it with his own finger and not even a scratch. Impressive. Oh. Yeah. I'm but, down to uh, watch some dad shows on deep cable. Just uh, yeah. if, deep if, cable. If ever, <laughs> if ever we have the opportunity, Chris, let's, Let's dad it up. All right, hang out and watch Dad Cable. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else? Anything else that we? Uh... I guess we need to know what's going on with you this week, Christopher. Yeah. Hey, wait. Uh, is Chris short for Christopher? It is. Yeah, Christopher. Christopher hmm. Paul. That's me. Um, could have been Christian, right? It could have been. I've got an uncle, uh, Chris Bowman, and it's short for Christian. Christoph. My uncle, my uncle his name is Chris Bowman. And uh, he's Christian and I'm Christopher. Christoph, you could, you know, if you're so inclined, I would not hmm. uh, be upset, but uh, only if we're in Europe. Uh, what did I do this week? Uh, yes, well, this week, the, the beginning of my night that I started to tell you about uh, was I went to visit Atticus J. Black, uh, engineer James Black's little boy. Uh, our, our, our so, so on this episode... Graham, Graham Walsh is uh, doing double duty as the as the <laughs> engineer right. and the guest, but that's uh, right. But uh, I think if we're lucky, we we'll, we'll, we may be here uh, in the future. Whatever you yeah. want, man. So there you go. Perfect. All right. Boom. Awesome. I've done air. I've printed it. <laughs> but yeah, James is great. He normally records. Uh, yeah, yeah. Podcasts. And then we moved to Scott Anderson's house, and now we're here at uh, Graham Walsh's house. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I I started my night by going to visit. Uh, uh, James and his lovely wife Amy and their newborn their, baby boy. Their, their meme slash baby. Yeah. <laughs> their baby meme. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he is as cute as a button. Cute as a button. Yeah, and I, I, I was. It took me a month to see him, so I consider myself a terrible friend. Oh yeah. Uh, although uh, apparently for the first couple of weeks they they um, were just spending time the three of them just to sort of get accustomed to the rhythm of parenthood um and uh who do we have there in the background oh uh my uh my lovely and no is it rachel poorly timed fiance rachel (laughs) is uh attempting to get into the bedroom oh rachel i explained that i was recording the podcast tonight i don't know No, but she's also been at work all goddamn day so cut her some slack let her into her own room she's out there making the money that I used to pay for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, anyway, so uh, yeah, it was just a... Uh, Send me some was, money, home listener. Yeah. 
uh, it was a, a a really great visit and uh, like a beautiful little guy and and uh, oh yeah, it's it's uh, a, it's, a, it's wild to meet a uh, a friend's baby. It I is feel like it, it is. really I mean, it really uh, in my experience has been has been so cool because I you know I had a my when my best bud uh, was preparing to uh, to have his baby. I mean, mm-hmm. he didn't have it. His wife did, obviously. But uh, I, w- you know, I had some some apprehension that I wasn't going to see as much of him. But uh, I, I think that uh, that hasn't really been a problem. And and if anything, it's given us an excuse to see more of him because we're always trying to go say what's up to that cute, cute baby. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, I, I I guess I have a few friends now. Uh, Graham being one of them. Graham and Julie have, being two of them. I guess have mm-hmm. have a uh, little girl, uh, Francis, and it's you know it's so much fun. Like when kids. I mean, it's obviously awesome to hold like a newborn and everything. But nah, when they start, I don't to, like that part. I'm <laughs> too when they start to, well, yeah, it's scary. But when they start to like, you know, teeter and and walk on their own and yeah. you know, and then start to say like hilarious things you know then yeah. it's just like it's so like, much fun get out of daddy's liquor cabinet uncle chris <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's just where I, I that's where i just reside when i go to friends houses yeah, yeah. just in the liquor cabinet why don't we talk about some cocktails guys yeah i think it's Let's get uh, down to business yeah down so chris brass tax so Chris, I don't know if you remember, but the drink that uh, I assigned to James Black, and I, I, unless I'm mistaken, I think I think this is the drink I assigned to him was the old fashioned. Uh, when yeah, uh, I, you we, know, I don't remember. We we had, we had an episode about uh, about how he had his album Moon Boot Cocoon and yes. his baby coming out. Uh, dropping it was an old fashioned. Yeah, within, you're right. Within moments of each other. Yes, I uh, I recommended to him the old fashioned, yes. uh, classic cocktail, uh, and when uh, he said that you met the baby, uh, I got really excited and I was like, "What drink could I possibly recommend in this situation?" Mm-hmm. And I uh, started paging through my beloved PDT cocktail book. Mm-hmm. Came across the Newfangled, which is mm. uh, their uh, <laughs> their twist on the old fashioned. So. I don't know. I thought it was kind of a funny bookend as yeah, much as anything yeah. else, but it's also, you know, new baby, newfangled. Perfect. So uh, this is two ounces of uh, of bonded bourbon, and uh, I learned on Wikipedia in uh, mm-hmm. looking up this drink uh, that bonded bourbon is 50% alcohol, uh, which is a little higher than I think most bourbon. And it's also aged in like a bonded warehouse that is supervised by the U.S. government. So, huh. uh, interesting. So I guess it's a little got a little bit more kick to it, and uh, and a little, uh, and and the process is somewhat is somewhat more heavily regulated than just any old bourbon. Um, so it's two ounces bonded bourbon, quarter ounce of simple syrup, mm-hmm. two dashes of Angostura bitters, half of an orange wheel two ounces of ale and three brandied cherries so uh you're going to muddle the orange cherries syrup bitters in the uh bottom of a shaker and you'll add 
the bourbon and the ice and shake it up and then strain it into a chilled cocktail glass and then top it with the ale. And uh, I would recommend pouring that ale over the back of a bar spoon so that uh, it uh, kind of spreads out over the top rather than, you know, just mixing all all in. Yeah. Now, uh, it's okay to use uh, for, let's just say the home listener doesn't have a bonded uh, bourbon. Sure. You know, it's okay to use just a regular bourbon, right? As far as I'm concerned. And with the brandied cherries, let's say they don't have brandied cherries. Can you just use regular cherries? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> cool. That's, then that's what uh, I'm going to do. Sounds, sounds Thanks like for the permission. Uh, yeah. Didn't you take home a jar of maraschino cherries at some point? No. No? No, no. What? Oh. Uh, no, I definitely didn't. No. The, oh. uh, yeah. I wonder what happened to those. All right. Uh, I don't know. I think they must have uh, got left behind. Somewhere, maybe I gave them to the. Uh, maybe we left them at the, uh, the old uh, TSA. Yeah. Oh, maybe that. Yeah. Maybe some, uh, some of our nation's highly trained and highly capable uh, security agents are. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, for okay. for you, Graham, I uh, uh-huh. came up with a drink called the Slow Comfortable Screw. Now that we've talked about how you have to be a little bit careful uh, as a musician doing construction, I think mm-hmm. this is even more appropriate. You know, don't rush these things. Just do no. it at a comfortable pace. Yeah, that uh, sounds satisfying. That drink. <laughs> so uh, there's a drink called a slow gin fizz that mm-hmm. uh, I've only heard of in the weird bar class that I took a million years ago and I don't actually believe anybody ever orders and then there's the screwdriver and the slow comfortable screw is the unholy marriage marriage of those two drinks so it's three quarter ounces of vodka three quarter ounces of slow gin which is like red Mm -hmm. I think there's like a slow cherry or something it's like it's like a blackthorn bush I think yeah something something it's not really gin. It's like, it's it's a liqueur. It's, it's a, a gin sweet. Liqueur. It's a sweet gin liqueur thing. Yeah. Uh, three quarter ounces of Southern Comfort, three ounces of fresh orange juice. Uh, so you'll just build that in an ice-filled highball glass. Um, so that's the slow, comfortable screw. Wow. Uh, and for you, Graham, I have chosen a classic cocktail, the Rusty Nail. Uh, I, I was <laughs> I was really tempted to do that, but then I was like, "Ah, eh, Chris doesn't want to buy any scotch." No, I just oh, uh, no, I didn't I didn't I, I, I thought maybe you didn't want to buy any Drambuie. No, I'll tell you what, I took both of those things from my roommate. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> yeah, an ounce and a half of scotch and three yeah. quarter ounces of Drambuie. What is Drambuie, Chris? It is a I think it's a scotch based liqueur. Uh, oh really? Yes. Hmm. Uh, it's a liqueur, and it's um, I don't know what else is in it, but it is a like a it's... walnut flavor or something. Maybe we can report back. Maybe we'll have a little uh, a cheeky wee sip while we're making a drink, and let yeah. you know what what uh, what notes we pick up. Yeah, uh, this is really really exposing what appreciados we are. We really <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you're gonna pour the ingredients into an old fashioned glass with ice cubes, stir it well, and garnish with a lemon twist. So. Both of your drinks are build in the glass drinks, Graham. Nice, Chris. Yeah. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to step on your toes here, but I oh, read fuck. an interesting You're... anecdote about that drink as I was trying to come up with 
the one that I picked for Graham. Uh-huh. Uh I think it was in the Joy of Mixology, the Gary Reagan book. Regan? I don't know how you say his last name. Mm-hmm. But uh he was saying that, that uh the the rusty nail is a good is a good uh cocktail to learn about different types of scotch and and different uh ratios right. for for the starting bartender because you you know you can put in more or less drambuie to taste and it really right. changes things and it's usually a blended scotch that they recommend but That's if you right. do like a, a single barrel or something you know you can kind of learn learn about the different scotches uh, yeah that's uh that's exact i read the same thing just uh it is a blended scotch that it's supposed to be made with like traditionally but uh yeah. the recipe that i uh found they they liked a, a single malt scotch and that's what we're going with we're going with lafroig this nice. evening Ooh. yeah so uh if you're a scotch type of drinker uh have fun with the rusty nail home yeah. listener <laughs> um and then I guess that leaves uh, your drink, Ben, which uh, it, it's a little more involved than the last few drinks we've been talking about. Uh, it's a Veradero frap, Frappe? Frap? Frappe? What do you want to say? Well, you frappe? got the accent aigu on the, you yeah. got at the end there. Yeah. So. A, a, a you got to yeah. hit that, man. Yeah, I know. Frappe. I mean, being Canadian, I really have to hit that. <laughs> Seriously, man. Frappe. And uh, so it's two ounces of absinthe, a half ounce of, or sorry, a half teaspoon of vanilla bean paste, Half ounce of lemongrass syrup, half ounce of lemon juice, two slices of fresh ginger. Muddle the ginger uh, well into the liquids. Crush with ice uh, with a sprig of mint, oregano, and tarragon. Uh, Shake all ingredients and double strain over the crushed herbed ice. Garnish with a sprig of herbs. So cool. And just to clarify, I'm crushing the ice with the herbs and then adding it to the liquid, right? Y- yeah, that's it, it was kind of a, I mean, the uh, tarragon, oregano, and uh, mint were left out of the ingredients list altogether. Yeah, we'll put them in our ingredients list. I'm excited. Yeah, I know, me too. Mm-hmm. So, you know... I don't know, I don't know if you know the premise but you taste both at your leisure uh-huh. absolutely no pressure uh, even if you want to like taste <laughs> them both at the same time mix them around in your mouth <laughs> mm-hmm. that's acceptable no 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 uh, it's not encouraged uh, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah you just take your time with it <clears throat> think I about it. I have to you have to remind me which <clears throat> one's which. Uh, the, the one on the right is the rusty nail. Rusty and nail. The one on the left is the what's this the called? Slow, slow, slow comfortable, comfortable screw, yeah. which wins by the name for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so you, you. I like the how they kind of juxtapose each other. They're sort of. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting. So I'm gonna start yeah. with. So All right. You, you yeah. choose which type of uh, construction fastener you prefer. <laughs> yeah. Nail or a screw. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. cheers, boys. Cheers, cheers to y'all. That's a pleasant drink, Ben. Um, wowee. I was uh, I was a little concerned as I made this drink. Mm-hmm. The, uh, About what? Verdadero frappe. Uh, I noticed that almost all of the things that I was putting into it are incredibly strong flavors. Right. Like the uh, 
a- absinthe has got kind of a black licorice taste, and then yeah. you got your lemongrass and your lemon juice and your ginger. <laughs> it's like, oh man, yeah, <laughs> what is going? To and then you know, with all the herbs, it this thing looks like a salad in a glass. It's yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you are like one of those things kick. that I buy at the stupid store that sells eleven dollars smoothies yeah. <laughs> on the street. Well, I mean, you're on a health kick, so I mean, this is uh, this is. I bet there's like significantly more vitamins in this than your average cocktail. Mm. I, I, I would like to find out if that's true. Um, but man, it really uh, somehow these these big bold flavors. I mean, it's a it's a strong, a strongly flavored drink, obviously, but it's nicely balanced. I would say. Um, despite yeah like i i would not have the uh, strength of character to put all of the things in here that are in here but if i was attempting to invent this drink but uh it's what good. what's the uh what's the first thing you taste uh i think the absinthe is definitely the boss but uh rather than fighting it or contrasting it or something i think that the ginger and the lemongrass provide kind of an interesting bed for it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like it's it's herbaceous as fuck. Right, right. <laughs> so it's hard. It's hard. That's that's hard to put. It's hard to. Uh, I don't know. I feel like if I if I say almost if I say one one of the flavors is is the strongest, all the other ones will team up and beat me up. Sure. Yeah. Well, that yeah that that comes later when uh, it hits your bloodstream. Yeah, I would not put this cocktail in the uh, in the drink rack on my bike. <laughs> no, <laughs> Keep, keeping that reserved for water. But uh, yeah. But to come home to this, I think I would be pretty happy. Yeah. I have to say. I mean, you'd you'd, you'd have earned it, and it you know it's almost a guilt-free drink. I guess. Yeah. I guess that's how it's being sold because that's how I, I you know I was researching you know health conscious beverages oh, uh cocktails yeah it was a health conscious cocktail so i don't know well, it what doesn't have any hot dogs <coughs> in it so it's got that going for it on the health on or the health tip or it's got it going against it depending on your politics or, or ice cream <laughs> yeah oh my god uh, uh it's good though i i crushed the, my ice a little too crushy and it's coming into my straw so i'm gonna get rid of no. the straw uh, Graham, how about you? What's what's happening on your side of things? These are here? both fantastic. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. They, and I think they the, their names do represent <laughs> right. each of them. Yeah, yeah. But so uh, with the slow, <coughs> comfortable screw, like what it's are we? It's comfortable. It is. It does. It's smooth. You just, yeah, you just fit right in there. And you you kind of do. It does go down thrust. like a thrust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you thrust the glass into your face. <laughs> <laughs> it goes in like a slow, comfortable screw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gently. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, it's very. It's good. I I, I was gonna. You just ask wet, to look at the wet your whistle and <laughs> slide. Right. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'll keep going. I like what's, it. What's the What's the Yeah. What's in this little comfortable screw, Ben? Maybe refresh uh, our memories. So that one is the. It's vodka, slow gin, and Southern Comfort in right. addition to fresh orange juice. Right. Now Southern uh, Comfort is a thing that I personally find disgusting. Like I really? do not. Yeah, I do not like Southern Comfort. I think I made myself sick on it when I was. Uh, Young, oh yeah, it's definitely like punk. a a welcome to alcohol. Yeah, this is yeah. an alcohol that doesn't taste like alcohol yeah. type of. It's sweet. I, yeah, yeah. I think I kind of mostly associate it with uh, like doing shots. I feel like Ugh. like mm-hmm. a like a a shot of Southern Comfort and lime juice is a thing. 
I'm just re I'm repulsed by that idea. Southern comfort as a shot makes me sick. Yeah. Are, well, are, I, do you guys frown upon shots? No. No. I mean, like I mean, I was wondering about that. I was like, you know, the connoisseurs of of liquor. And, well, we're and, not connoisseurs. I'm no, certainly but not. appreciators. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, think yeah. these drinks are delicious? I, but how does that, where, how do people think about shots? Like just I, slamming I think, it. I think shots are <clears throat> are primed for a comeback. I think that. Yeah. Uh, I think we're the, I think we're the people to thrust do it. Yeah. Oh, maybe we should do a shot show. <laughs> shot yeah, show. I think so. Shot I did show. a shot of a Goldschlager. Yeah, that was the last shot I did, and then I was I was kind of apprehensive about it, but yeah. it was great. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. actually appreciated. It was a nice little quick burst of I cinnamon, mean, and I was like, all right. Yeah, and who doesn't like to drink gold? Flecks of gold. Am I right? David Cross has a really good bit about eating eating flecks of gold and how fucking absurd that is and mm -hmm. it is but that is a that pepperminty yep. that cinnamon heart thing. yeah yeah no yeah, it's so good yeah it was good and the uh so this is the rusty nail and it's also delicious yeah it's uh i think what do you think is that the more bold of the two definitely it's not it as is comfortable. smokier uh julie tried it and uh she, she said it tasted like someone poured gasoline on a pile of wood <laughs> yeah but uh <laughs> i i disagree but I, it is it's the scotch is uh, I mean it is like the, the scotch is the <clears throat> it's the smoky thing happening and it's mm -hmm. also the gasoline thing happening I think you know? yeah <laughs> the gas you put in really finishes the drink well yeah, like it's, it yeah no it's uh, I got a special deal on <laughs> high grade gas Olean um, no but it's all for it's it, it does seem like the complete opposite much like a, a, a nail to a screw yeah, this is, but this it's it is quite good. I mean, it's. it's I'd be interested if uh, if you guys still have the <clears throat> bottles close at hand to hear a taste test between the Durambui and the Southern Comfort. Okay, well, tell you what, because I think that you guys kind of honey and whiskey-ish, right? The Southern mm -hmm. Comfort. Okay, well, I'll go get the Southern Comfort and the Durambui and. Uh, Talk, mean, among, talk amongst Graham yourselves. Will, yeah. We'll get to know each other a little All bit right. better. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, do me a favor. Rap a little. <laughs> yeah. so These drinks do, do go down way too easy, though. I will say that much. Like, <laughs> I, honestly, the slow, comfortable screw is almost like juice, and I'm right. And I know it's all alcohol, so it's going to be dangerous. Slow gin and juice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, Graham, tell me, uh, tell me about the music things that people can find on the internet oh well um you can find my bands uh holy fuck uh on on the internet i don't know what happens if you google holy fuck i can't <laughs> remember what happens when you come when you google that but yeah. i think if you type in holyfuckmusic.com that that will show our website um and uh yeah we we're we've got a a uh, couple of exciting shows. I don't know when this is going to air. Canada Day, we're playing. We're doing a big Canada Day show. Oh, nice. Yep. Um, is, that, is that sort of the uh, patriotic equivalent of uh, our 4th of July or the French's 14th of July? Uh, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, guys, I'm back. You're back. And then, uh, yeah, and then uh, the next one is um, Etiquette, which is my wife and Julie. And uh, if you just, uh, I'm sure if you Google Etiquette Music. Yeah. And it'll um, be hard to Google that because we're going to beep it out every time. But <clears throat> That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, uh, well, by all means, listeners, uh, go, go, get your, go get your kicks with Holy Fuck and Etiquette. It's okay. awesome going back and forth between these two drinks. Also, also actually say. so now what you have to yeah. do oh okay is uh just take a clear your palate have a saltine cracker this is the uh drambui i will take it after you i'll take a pull after you 
Now, is your uh, is your roommate going to be offended that you guys are doing lip to bottle sips of her mm. <laughs> alcohol that you borrowed? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> A dream beauty. Wow. Um, so, uh, Southern Comfort is pretty sweet. Like it's like it's definitely. <clears throat> I still don't like it, but it's uh, not as bad as I remember. So the drambuia I'm looking on Wikipedia is a sweet golden-colored liqueur made from malt whiskey, honey, herbs, and spices. Hoi, hoi. Yep. Yeah, definitely drambuia is the uh, the punchier of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, is that coming from the the fact that it's a lot boozier than the Soco, or I think from- so. I, but well, I think probably the fact that there's few more uh ingredients to it i mean i don't i don't know what's in uh spicier yeah it's definitely spicier what's um i can't read what's in this but um does that is that reflected in the drink then do you, do you can i see it, what oh, which one's got the drambuia in it comfort is boozier huh like more alcohol but i think flavor wise drambuia's got the kicking its butt yeah mm-hmm. it's definitely got do you, would you would you say that they're comparable to any extent flavor wise to me, they seemed a little bit. But yeah, in the sweetness department, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a syrupy quality to them, I think, maybe. Yep. Interesting. Well, uh, home listener, if you want to uh, swap those two ingredients in uh, in drinks, I'd be really curious sure. to hear if the slow, comfortable screw works with Drambuli and if the rusty nail works with Southern Comfort. <laughs> have a listener request this week do we uh we don't um i had uh, something i wanted to talk about which is of concern. oh shit i'm in trouble no oh okay why Good. would you be in trouble i don't know just when someone says i want can we talk it's usually uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is Not, usually a prelude to uh stay are, after, are, stay are after you, class Christopher. Wait, ben are you breaking out with me <laughs> <laughs> i've decided to see other podcasters <laughs> um uh, I read uh, a, a very alarming article online, but one that I think vindicates my uh, historical anti-whiskey position quite a bit. I was, on, I was on the internet, and I discovered a, an article about how, uh, I think it was Diageo, which is one of the big liquor conglomerates, mm-hmm. uh, is acquiring um, some company in India that distributes whiskey in India. Called, mm-hmm. I think it's called it's called United Spirits. Get this: India consumes half of the total whiskey in the world. Holy shit! Really? Isn't that amazing? Half of all the whiskey that gets drunk in the world is being consumed in India. Wow! I would never have guessed that. I wouldn't have no. guessed that they liked whiskey there. I wouldn't mm. have guessed that half of any one place consumed all of the whiskey in the world. You know? Yeah, and then th- I That's think they make some rum. That I've seen on shelves in India, but I can't think of any Indian whiskeys. Anyways, um, Diageo is huge, huge, uh, you know, Western European slash American slash global liquor conglomerate. Mm -hmm. Buys up this big distribution company in India, and uh, India's middle class is growing. So the demand for fancier. you know, Scotch whiskeys and Irish whiskeys and such is going to be growing. So your whiskey at home, wherever you may be, is likely to start getting more expensive as the as the demand increases. Mm, man. So well, 
I'll be sitting pretty with my gin that's staying the same ass price. Yeah. <laughs> well, y'all suckers well, I mean, are the other su- getting your pants yeah. pulled down and your lunch money taken by the uh, <laughs> by the booming Indian middle class. Well, the other side of it is buy up all that scotch and uh, uh, whiskey. Oh now. yeah, sock it away. Yeah, Jesus. and you will. It's like it's going to be like a fine wine in no time at all. So, uh, you know, yeah. take advantage. I guess uh, so. Um, so okay, so Graham. I, I don't know if you know that there is a competitive angle to what you're... Oh, what, I have, have to choose. Yeah, you've yeah. got to choose. When you consider... Uh, and now there's a competitive angle between you and I. Mm-hmm. It's already established. The uh, the clearing the throat off. Yes. Uh, which I'm not <laughs> I sure... I just did. Yeah, yeah, I know. And that's yeah. what reminded me because I've done it a few times. Yeah. Listeners at home, please start again and count how many times we have cleared our throats and please yeah. uh, send in the tally. It's going to be It's going to be uh, hard... Maybe I'll leave you guys split onto two different stereo channels when I edit this episode. So if it's yeah, like yeah. left ear, you can tabulate that as a Graham. And if it's right ear, you can tabulate that as a, as a Chris. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. This so is you, a fun game that nobody yeah. will want to play. Uh, so yeah, yeah, just considering uh, the situation, your week, your, uh, I guess your last four years, will condense it into two glasses. Oh my God. Uh, of home renovations, which what of what drink goes best with, with renovating your home? With renovating my home, yeah. I'm gonna say the rusty nail. Okay, here, I'm gonna put it into two parts. Yeah, ah. the rusty nail goes well renovating your house, mm-hmm. but the slow, comfortable screw goes well when you're finished. And you're like, <laughs> when you're sitting out and you're admiring your work, you want the slow, comfortable screw because so, it just goes down easy. But yeah, when you're, like, when you're like, th- you want to break in your new apartment with the slow, comfortable yeah, yeah. screw. I, exactly, <laughs> exactly, yeah. But you know, you're just getting down and dirty with it. But you just give me the rusty nail. I agree 100% that the rusty nail, it, it tastes a lot like work. It, it's, it does. It, it's like absolutely, it's... I mean, it's like an old man drink, you know, it really mm-hmm. is like that is not a, pl- you do not drink that for pleasure. You drink that as though it is a task you have set before yourself, yeah. like renovating your home. Yes. Yeah. Well, right. I guess I'm going to have to concede defeat on this one, Bowman. And okay. I say it in okay. that tone of voice so that the home listener thinks that this is all cooked and I didn't in fact lose. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah, it, it, you know what? This it's the 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 uh, the reward is the uh, process for me. I don't give a shit about the outcome. It's just fun. Yeah. You know what we should talk about though is those uh, beer beer cozy and or koozies. We got a submission. We did. Yeah. So so Chris came up with the great idea of taking pictures of the best dad joke beer koozies uh, in <laughs> your in your environment and sending them sending them in. And uh, I. I only saw one beer koozie this week, and it was just for like a barbecue restaurant, which I thought was pretty good, but not quite the, not quite the spirit of the of the game. Um, I don't know. I guess a barbecue is pretty is a pretty daddish thing to have on a beer koozie, but uh, <laughs> uh-huh. well, I, I will say that the, the same person that submitted uh, this uh, beer koozie photo um, is the same person that was vi- the out-of-town visitor that was the uh topic of last week's show uh-huh. uh, uh at ebony underscore roberts uh she um also pointed out that 
It is spelled K O O Z I E. What's what's that? Or is it Z Y or Z Y? Yeah, Z in Canada, Z in the U.S. Uh, I don't know what wherever else in the world. Uh, I think I think the U.S. says Z because uh, our founding fathers um, wanted us to have a somewhat different alphabet and spelling scheme than uh, it was like a revolutionary act to change our uh, our whatever. Oh, it totally failed up here. Didn't work. Well, you guys aren't part of our uh, didn't our, didn't cross the border. Our, our rebel, our rebel <laughs> didn't cross the border. Uh, yeah, you guys are part of the yeah. Commonwealth of Nations. Well, I understand that, but I mean, we we you guys, know you guys, you guys, you guys are, are wrong. Stuck, You're wrong. Stuck with the crown. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, on, the other, we, we on, the, on the other hand rejected yeah, the yeah yeah exactly. Is that, I don't know if you heard that, but uh, what was that, Graham? I said we have to call it. We're stuck calling him JZ. Exactly right. <laughs> and ZZ Top. ZZ Top is a huge hit up here. Yeah. Um well, wait, I can't find this fucking picture. She had great... She submitted great... Uh, it's on our uh, thing, is it not? On our Twitter page. Ah, this is going terribly. It is. Uh, but, yeah, so Koozie is, okay. is actually... Okay, okay. Here we go. Okay. Uh, so there's three visible Koozies in this shot. Mm-hmm. The first is kind of fuchsia, and it says, Boys fall for me because I trip them. Mm. Uh, uh, which I think is almost a mom joke, but in like a dad joke style joke for a mom. It's a, it's a mom joke and a dad joke styley. Mm. Yeah. Uh, another one is beauty lies in the hands of the beer holder. Classic. <laughs> That's a classic. Uh, <laughs> that got Graham. Got oh yeah, Soul. Which, uh, That's a dad joke. Right? Yeah, I would uh-huh. say. I'm a dad. And then yeah. Uh, yeah, Graham's a dad. The last one, not the best, but it's I don't get drunk, I get awesome. Yeah. Which, uh, not so much a joke, but a thing a dad would think is a funny thing. Uh-huh. A certain type of dad, I guess. Well, we should thank uh, Graham Walsh not only for the music this week, but also for engineering and being our charming guest. Triple crown. Yeah. Triple crown. Uh, Graham, how can yeah. uh, how can the people find you personally? I know we talked about how they can find your music. You got to have a Twitter or something. Uh, right? Yep. Uh, GC Walsh. GC Walsh, that, people. That's me. Just look that up. That's at uh, GC Walsh. Walsh. I think yeah. so. Yep. That's me. All right. And uh, thank you, Paul Watling, for our illustrations. Yeah, and uh, keep those uh, keep those drink uh, pairing requests coming in, peeps, because uh, they are not. Them. We need them all the time. This is you know we uh, we're scrambling to get this one recorded. We didn't have time to research anything for this uh, this week's episode, but uh, uh, we're we're loving those. And keep the uh, keep the dad joke beer koozies coming as well, please. Alrighty. Uh, later, potato. Sleep tight. Don't let the bag. Bag. Oh, I'm drunk. The bag bugs. The bag. I'm drunk. <laughs> Boop. Fucking drunk. Fucking disaster. Yeah, that's it. This that's show it. is a fucking train wreck. Wheels have fallen off. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Shit. Crawling across the finish line. (laughs) I'm fucking tired and buzzed.